0: May the quickening and awakening of consciousness begin with you and your own personal evolution in higher consciousness. Thanks again for listening to Cosmic Love.
1: From Montana, this is Christopher Rudy with Cosmic Love for April 9th, 2022, broadcasting from the Rocky Mountain foothills. And today it's my great pleasure to be interviewing David Christopher Lewis, who is a longtime messenger for the Ascended Masters, who are stepping through the veil with a Aquarian vision of virtue and valor for the victory of freedom and opportunity worldwide. I've interviewed David on Cosmic Love several times over the last 13 years and usually right after he published a book on the human aura or angels or messages from Mother Mary, which just came off the press. We'll get to that in a bit, but first I want to bring on David and find out what's going on in the Ascended Master Realms. David, I've been following your work at the Heart Center quite intently the last few years. and Would you share how your decentralized community network thrived during uh, COVID while so many other public venues were shut down.
2: Great. Well, thanks for having me, Christopher. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, because we have primarily been a virtual community since our founding in about 2005, we have been audio and or video streaming free of charge for like two to two and a half hours every morning for over 17 years. And we've, I believe, touched the lives of tens of thousands of light workers to engage in a very active way to invoke light, to help bring in a new era of divine love and planetary freedom, of unity and peace. We we also have, I believe, over 1,200 YouTube videos, which are now also being put on Rumble and Brighton, which share up-to-date, cutting-edge messages from Heaven, from the Ascended Masters on what's going on on the planet, why, and what we can do about it together. And we also conduct major quarterly conferences online and in person at the Solstices and Equinoxes and More recently, we've been having sharing from around the world on Zoom, which, as you know and we all know, has really taken off since COVID began. And we've been privileged to broadcast in both English and Spanish more recently and hopefully someday in other languages. We just had our third international congress where we have leaders from our centers all over the world uh, share. And... And broadcast together, it was simulcast from Santiago, Chile, and Livingston, and it was a real hit to see everybody face to face on Zoom. So that's yeah, I saw that. Of- that
1: was really that was really amazing, and uh, yeah, I really appreciated your um, Hilarion series you did. About thirty-three, about thirty-three weeks you had of um, um, messages from Hilarion on healing, the healing arts, and just better, basically general truth, truth telling. All kinds of geopolitical stuff. And your Mayro University. I'm pretty much um, uh, amazed with uh, the different uh, programs. Could you give a range of programs you've got with your Mayro University?
2: Yeah, we've had, I think now, close to 80 uh, sessions and courses. And over 50 of them, I believe, are online available to have people replay on a donation basis. So you can, you know. Uh, Originally, they came out anywhere from $33 to like $90, depending on the length, whether it was a 60-minute or a 90-minute, a 3-hour or a 6-week session. And they've been a a real hit because we get into the nitty-gritty of of subject matter on all kinds of spiritual matters, you know, everything from alchemy and the aura to Ho'oponopono, radical forgiveness, uh, conscious language to, you know, past life stuff, and, and you know, Mother Mary to various masters overshine me, as well as some of the other teachers who have done tremendous amount of research and then provide an opportunity for questions and answers. It's a real interactive thing, and um, it's been kind of our mainstay for the educational component of what we do uh, through the Heart Center.
1: Well, yeah, I've, I've tuned into... Uh, different classes. I got one um, that Boyd did on the um, uh, the breathing really helped me on the uh, uh, the deep breathing, different forms of you know breath um, breath mastery. Um, I didn't know that it was such a big thing. I just knew that I wasn't getting enough oxygen at times. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Meditation, conscious breathing, pranic breathing. Boyd's an expert on that, and we've had just phenomenal meditations where the collective energy that we together co-create in these sessions is stupendous and you can feel the, the spiritual quintessence that descends around all of us as a as real tangible reality. It's, it's very palpable and people's questions get answered that are very profound and they edify all of us because they're they're coming from a source that's beyond just our human. It's, it's really from the divine realms, and it's. We feel that we're overshined by the masters, the ascended masters, and angels and other divine beings, and it's a, it's a profound new era experience for today, rather than just reading scriptures that are, you know, 2,000 years old or 4,000 years old. I mean, these are great. However. The problems of today are such that it take, it's going to take new, enlightened consciousness to deal with them and to meet the challenges.
1: Yeah, there's huge, huge problems today with the. well, um, I like to think of that the 3D world that we live in is is like the grand illusion, and it seems to be playing out the the four horsemen of the. Uh, apocalypse scenario you know with the plague which is covid and war which is ukraine and famine with the supply chain breakdown and 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 death you know the other horsemen of the apocalypse which looks like a depopulation agenda and this this is all very depressing to the what i call the spirit that matters above all so well what what can we do about this and and how can your new book on mother mary's messages be a blessing in the in, in these times of tribulations as they say in revelations.
2: Well, it's definitely a time for personal reflection and self-assessment because we can really only change ourselves and by changing ourselves though because we're all connected, we impact the whole. So we do impact what's going on in Ukraine and Russia and throughout the world and you know my opinion, the United States requires a lot of help right now because I think we're we're already in kind of a dystopian society. Yeah. So what happens is Mother Mary brings us tremendous wisdom teaching on dealing with everything. And she helps us to model unity rather than duality. It begins though with ourselves, then with our relationships, then our family, then our community, and lastly, with all other beings evolving on Earth. She teaches us to model love, kindness, forgiveness, understanding, and compassion, so that these virtues can really be wielded by each of us to help heal the ills and resolve the conflicts in the world. She teaches us to model truthfulness, trustworthiness, authenticity, sincerity, and one of her key virtues, which is constancy on the green ray. For I believe that these will allow each of us to move forward on our path more quickly with less uh, karmic drama and backsliding and compromising of our commitments and promises and even for many of us, I believe, like our inner vows that we took before we incarnated. And she teaches us to model Humility by listening more, reacting less from, you know, this space of the ego and really giving everyone the benefit of the faith. I like that term. (laughs) Benefit benefit of the the faith. (laughs) And, and, you know, because faith and trust builds people up and it helps them to improve and sustains positive loving relationships rather than, you know, breaking things down or causing dissension. And I believe this faith is a spiritual force or power for good. And we can still be fully awake to what's going on in the world in terms of being aware of all the the causes behind what we're seeing in the world and what's transpiring, yet our positivity and our focus will yield higher and brighter results than if we of have this dour and doom and gloom or negative attitude consciousness where we're constantly looking for the faults of others or we're blaming and shaming even politicians and all that because that doesn't really serve us in the long term. She, she also tells us to observe and, and watch our self-talk because if our self-talk is beneficial It can be a blessing to ourselves and others. And, you know, we can give ourselves permission to be our our natural self, our our best self, without undue critiquing of, you know, how we're doing. It's good to self-assess, but not to be too self-critical. And we can focus more on our consciousness and our desire and attempt to be fully present I believe, through joy and keeping things light and smiling and, and really coming from and speaking from the heart because we are the heart center. And the goal is for each of us to be heart-centered. And when we're that, then the heart-mind connection is there, the the resonance is there, we, we tap into these higher frequencies, and we can really live in an optimal state of beingness, you know, f- kind of following Eckhart Tolle's lead
1: yeah. so
2: we, you know, she even has taught us to avoid gossip like the plague <laughs> and <laughs> and keep our minds attuned to you know, divine promptings and inspirations and, and our own co-creativity, so each of us is a co-creator, we know this now it's one of the most preeminent truths that we have to all accept that we are sons and daughters of God, created in in a divine way, and we can help to bring forth this new era and new world by our by everything that we think, feel, hear, see, and do, and you know how we act, how we treat everybody.
1: Well, I'm I'm pretty much convinced that heart coherence is is the key to mind mind congruence. That you can't be you can't really be mind Congruent with what I call fearless faith, unless you have heart coherence, and that so much of the uh, what we see at the cusp of Aquarius, you know, we're moving into you know this Aquarian frequencies and uh, the old Piscean records of uh, fear and doubt, you know, those old records seem to be right on the surface these days, and it's it's like like the final. The final test coming into you know um, you know the Aquarian breakthrough you know with the frequencies of of you know light light and love you know universal light language um, you know love codes you know for God geometrically or, oriented divinity you know the whole uh, understanding of the order of the universe and this goes back to heart coherence which is like the fabric of the of the holographic universe, you know, the fractal fabric of the, of the holographic universe is, is, um, the golden ratio algorithm of the heart rhythm when it's in the frequency of, of joy, love, and compassion. I mean, it's an actual frequency and they can measure this, you know, when your heart coherent or not. And, and, uh, um, friend of mine, Dan Winter, who I've had on the show several times, uh, he, he's really developed the science of that, you know, with biofeedback and this understanding of, of course, this is the scientific perspective, but you know the the meditation or what I call mediation um with co-creations with source god love you know the the orientation that we have with with a uh, bit divine you know when it's in that frequency, then we're all you might say messengers of our of our presence of of coherent love and uh right, right. This is yeah, this I, is I, I believe
2: mean, Mother Mary shares uh, that global healing can actually result when tens of thousands of us, the conscious, you know, people through our souls, through our spirits, through our auric fields can emanate love, light and joy every day in some very conscious and pronounced way and it doesn't have to be a public exercise although it can be but it can be done alone and in secret. However, I believe it's more powerful when we gather with others of like mind and heart and when we together in a concerted and constant way, even weekly or semi-weekly and for us, like it's every day, we gather online and we do this work and we have a focus, we have a directed approach to deal with things that are going on both in our own lives and in the world. and. So we have prayers, we have chants, we have singing, we have meditations, both silent and guided, and these all kind of provide an opportunity for angelic and divine intercession to occur, where our conscious efforts are magnified and like maximized by these light beings who do overshine us, and because they are masters, at what they you know, what they've come to provide they can help multiply and expand the light generated in our collective sessions. So it's a very powerful dynamic. It is palpable. And I invite people to check out, you know, our website, heartcenter.org, and, and, you know, participate in, in some of these and see what they think because it's, you know, I don't know of any other group in the world that's doing quite what we're doing in terms of broadcasting for, you know, 17 years every day Free of charge. That's the thing. It's free of charge. We don't charge anything.
1: It's also what's really amazing about it. Um, what you're doing is the way you're doing it with uh, global force field. Really, I mean, you're you're you have the the Livingston Heart Center where you kind of source these um, uh, the coordination of this of your of your network your of your community the Heart Center community, and I. I, I like to think of it's it's a uh, it's a decentralized heart center you know it's like all these hearts you know worldwide that are uh, connecting um, you know to uh, the the services and this the group prayer which is kind of like a group meditation but it, there's a the interesting thing about it there's a there's a resonance factor when everyone's decreeing together um, and there's a where th- there's when the frequency kind of Tunes in um, as as a unified field of of all the people decreeing, which is kind of like singing. It's like your voices are engaged in our, in a harmonic uh, coordination or co creation with rhythm and patterns and word meanings that are all basically a uh, spiritual intonation. And it's it's um, for people that haven't experienced that. I mean, it's it's. Um, and for people that are listening, I recommend you tune in and see how that works with the services. And because um, it's an opportunity to basically uh, experience a connection um, with a resonance with higher octaves. I really believe that it's all as Einstein said. It's all about frequency, <laughs> you know. Exactly, and right. And um, the love and action uh, is. The Holy Spirit and the, the, the that love that love in, in and I call the you know refer to the four quadrants you know the the etheric mental emotional and the physical as the action so where you have spiritual thought forms and and you have the harmonic you know correspondence you know with frequencies that are all engaged in a in a in a unified field like singing together it really is. Uh, you know uh, the word the word made flesh with dynamic decrees really is singing a, a a new or a different song and that and there's a certain kind of harmonic um, uh, resonance in, sometimes referred to as um, entrainment but not in a negative way it's just like there's a unity field or a um, there's a, a, a united spirit you know and, and it's, it's kind of beyond words but when that's cooking and then and you know in the in the group and in the network and with decrees and i i think it's for each individual there's there's it's, it's a relationship with a with a higher power or you know it's a higher a, a sense of of being uh free from 3d and i refer to it a lot as the understanding of 5d you know as is being like all the components to the capstone, you know, whether it's fire, air, water, and earth, or spiritual, mental, emotional, and physical, there's the integration, which is greater than the some sum of the parts. And it's always fascinated right. me how that process um, really is, inspires uh, myself personally, you know, my experience with it. And as I've been getting into it more the last several years, you know, kind of tuning into your services and, and how you're doing it and what you're doing it. It's been a joy. I've really, I really enjoyed it. I look forward to it every week. <laughs>
2: yeah, there's a um, the new book that, that we just published, uh, Mother Mary's Messages, Holiness, Healing, and Hope for the New Age. There's a chapter called 45. It says, Your focused spiritual work can create a dome of protection to save sentient life. And then chapter 52 is create a new culture through your joint alchemy and prayers. So what is prayer? We're kind of talking to God, meditation, we're listening to the divine. But when we're talking, Mother Mary has taught us that when we sing our prayers, they're more powerful because it amplifies the energy from our heart chakras. And the angels are called choirs. They're, they're choirs, nine choirs of angels. So the angels sing, and actually some people actually hear angel voices when we sing or when we chant very, you know, very resonantly and quickly, you can actually feel and hear these angelic tones, tonalities, and vibrations. And it's really powerful, as you say. And I've experienced this. I remember the first time Mother Mary dictated through me and she sang the dictation. This was in California, and I believe it was... uh, well, a little church in one of the tw- 21 California missions, I was blown away that she sang this short, maybe six-minute message, but it was all, it was like a Gregorian chant by Mother Mary, but in the English language where we could all understand it. And I was, I was really profoundly moved. I was crying afterwards for joy because I would never experienced anything like that. So, you know, we all have our favorite songs, right? We all have our favorite music when we put our hearts in active mode and sing with all of our being and in praise of the divine and also to, to perform an alchemy for planetary transformation, I believe that all these divine beings coalesce light over us, within us, throughout our, our flow field. By the way, we like the term flow field rather than force field because flow is more important than force, right? So this flow field that we've built together and sustained through this action is as you as you've witnessed over and over again is tremendous and we we feel like we're one being. And that's what I believe like in Christianity, the upper room experience on on Pentecost, that was what it was like. It was we were all lifted up and we're like one being. We're vibrating together as one Energy field. It's really amazing.
1: I don't know if you um, uh, remember the, exactly when it was. I think it was about seven years ago. At uh, the the show, Cosmic Love show, fell on um, uh, Christmas uh, Christmas Eve, and I interviewed you. Um, and um, I I forget how it progressed exactly. And I was gonna listen to it again, but I I and I know it. You have that. Um, uh, you have that uh... uh... what what it was was a um... Uh, heart stream from mother mary that you you provide and she sang she did a singing she did a singing heart stream and the, and actually it was transcribed into um... A, i think a a song for the songbook, and i or you know it was transcribed you know as, as a song but it's in um... uh... of those fourteen thousand i think it is um records that you have on your, on your webpage of all these different heart streams. Um, that blew me away, David. That was, it was was a spontaneous, uh, singing, um, heart stream or dictation or, you know, however you frame it. But it was, it was really amazing. Um, I'm going to have to find that and listen to that again, because, um, I didn't even know that that was possible, but, um, You've got a lot of experiences with Mother Mary, matter of fact, could you share a little bit about in your youth with your and this is in your book your some of your first experiences when um with with Mother Mary
2: yeah I was you know born and raised Catholic, my parents converted to Catholicism and we I have nine brothers and sisters, although my second oldest brother just passed on late last year but you know I was always trying to be the best person I could be, and my mom would say, "Well, you know, if you do a good deed, you you secure a a, a gem in your crown, right? <laughs> like yeah. in the crown, really being like your your crown chakra, your auric field. So it's like invisible, but it's there, like a jewel in your crown." Um, I remember watching the movie *The Song of Bernadette* on TV in black and white back when I was really young, maybe like eight years old, and I just was crying afterwards because it was so beautiful to see this holy person who had seen Mary, and a lot of people didn't believe her, even up to the time when she passed, but that that changed my life. I desired to kind of try to be like her, and it wasn't like I was trying to be supremely pious. I, mean, I was still a boy and everything, but it set me on a course to to really try to understand deeper spirituality. And, and then the other movie, Our Lady of Fatima, and but I I had been hit by a baseball bat when I was at my neighbor's house on the forehead and fell unconscious, went to the hospital. I, my parents and my family prayed for me, and I, I did develop what was, you know, later found out to be a brain tumor, and the doctor just told my mom, well, you're either going to, in two weeks, he will either be alive or dead, and you'll know if he's alive, it was not malignant, and that kind of blew my mom away. So they all prayed, and I was healed, and because I was getting these terrible earaches and headaches, so I was healed of that, and I believe Mother Mary restored me to health and vitality, and it's kind of like, sometimes when you have a huge trauma, you also get a gift, a spiritual gift. I mean, this has happened to many saints. And and so later in life, after doing the rosary, like a New Age rosary for, you know, like 30 years from the time I was 18 or 19 till I was 48, Mary finally appeared to me, and it was kind of a lucid, out-of-body experience. Mm. And... It was, that was kind of a foreshadowing of the work that I would do, be start doing two years later when Jesus came to me, and with Kathumi who was embodied as St. Francis, and then I started receiving these heart streams, they call them, which are like transmissions. Uh, they're either dictations or, or discourses, or then sometimes they're called darshans, which are like question and answer sessions. So... Yeah, I've had this tie to Mother Mary. I've, I felt that she's always been a part of my life. And we went to the 21 California missions in eight days, visited all 21 of them. That's an, that's my first book on Mary. And the recent book has a lot of messages that are just so beautiful from the yeah. early years of the Heart Center. We're going to continue publishing other volumes as we have the staff and the resources and the money to publish them. and. I, she usually comes on her Ascension Day, which the Catholics call the Assumption Day, August 15th. She often comes right at Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. In fact, there's there's one chapter in this book that's so beautiful. It's, can I read a little bit of this? It's, it's sure, called Christmas stories. Do. Christmas stories from the young life of Jesus. Jesus' mission revealed to him at seven. So she says, once as a young boy of seven, Jesus was studying the scripture and came upon a prophecy that he felt in his heart he was meant to fulfill. So delighted, he came to me and shared the scripture, smiling and saying, Mother, God revealed to me that in this life I am to be the fulfillment of this scripture. Tears of joy streamed down my face, for I knew it was true. I put my hand on his shoulder, kissed his cheek, told him how proud I was of his progress, of his great heart and desire to do the will of God. That evening, as Joseph returned from his work, and after we had dined together and lay on our beds retiring, I told him of this encounter and saw tears welling from the eyes of Joseph, my beloved. In our hearts we praised God that we were chosen for this assignment, knowing full well the opposition that would come. Yet when many miracles occurred along the way, and in our time together we experienced the angelic presence of many angels around us, blessing Jesus and ourselves continuously, all the sacrifices were worth the effort. So that Uh was just, oh, and then he says, or she says, on another occasion when Jesus was 11 and having grown, was experiencing the beginnings of puberty where the energies were changing within him and he was becoming truly almost a little man, he would ask me, oh, Mother, I love you so much. How can I know when the one who is to be my bride in this life will come? How will I know, and what shall I do? For you, mother, were quite young when you were not yet betrothed to Joseph, an older man. Or, no, see, for you, mother, were quite young were you not when betrothed to Joseph, an older man. And then Mary says, And I said to him, Jesus, you will know because the flame within your heart will burn with an exceptional, exceptional heat when that one comes who is to be your bride. Many may look upon you, desiring you, but one will come whose heart fire burns brightly just as yours. Wait in peace for the sign. Pray for the Holy Spirit to discern. And you will know, my son, you will know. Jesus looked at me with those beautiful eyes, thanked me, gave me the most wonderful hug, and then with a light skip went out about his business and his studies. <laughs> So we know that Mary Magdalene was actually his soulmate or twin flame and and there's a lot coming out in recent decades about their relationship and the fact that they were probably married and some people think they had children, some at least one or two children, some people think they never had children, but I don't think it really matters. I think, you know, the fact that Jesus loved her and she was his, you know, mate, is important because he wasn't just an exception. He was, you know, he lived as a human being, and he was a wonderful individual as well as uh, having this great mission to be the Christ for the Piscean Dispensation.
1: Yeah, well, we've, um, over the years, gained a lot of um, insight on the lost years of Jesus, um, the book, the books by Elizabeth Clare Prophet and others regarding the lost years, and a lot of the, a lot of the mysteries unveiled. But the, um, the mystery of of relationship with you might say the uh, the divine mother, the mother of mother of Jesus. I mean, it's there now. She's one of the um, uh, sponsoring ascended masters of the Heart Center, isn't she?
2: Absolutely, yeah. One of the founding sponsors, as well as my one of my, kind of my, teach, my personal teachers or gurus, if you like to use that term, and she has given more messages than any other, partly because I think I'm, of my, you know, my connection with her very, very deeply, but so, also because she yeah. represents the feminine aspect of God, which has been suppressed in many churches and, and, and uh, religions and it has to now come back to the fore for the Aquarian age to come I mean what is Aquarius the sign of Aquarius is a woman you know holding a, an alabaster jar that is pouring water out right that's the that's Aquarius so yeah. the Aquarius represents the divine mother who's here to nurture us through the water of truth and the water of wisdom and and the flow of that abundant life energy and Mother Mary represents that feminine aspect of God that has to come back to the fore because the mother energy, the feminine aspect of God has been suppressed and hidden, you know, in the East they've recognized it but in the West it's been primarily suppressed so this book to me is a real key to understanding the nature of God as mother and how we can through this understanding, utilize our energies and our base chakra, our mother chakra, to co-create with God in a loving, beautiful, divine, affectionate way. And, And to be, you know, it's not a bad thing to be virtuous. You don't have to flaunt it. You know, you don't go around proclaiming it. But to be virtuous just means to be, you know, in the zone of your true self. That's what I think virtue is. is just being your natural self, kind of in alignment with your plan and your mission, and then you're virtuous. Uh,
1: one of the um, um, things that's really um, been interesting to me, as far as your movement and your organization, is that it's not just the, um, the divine feminine uh, and the um, um, the you know the feminine. Side of all of us that is being nurtured it's also um, the the Eastern <clears throat> teachings which are more <clears throat> excuse me considered uh, when I say feminine they're more the nonlinear spirit whereas Western um, Western religion is more patriarchal and still the um, um, it's like left brain dominant um you know, males, males tend to be more left-brain dominant, women tend to be more right-brain uh, dominant, more intuitive, more, you know, more sensitive with their feelings. Again, this is, we've got these aspects within all of us, but it's also in the hemispheres of the earth. And you've, over the years, I've, I've wondered why there was so, you've, your organization has had so much teachings of, on the Buddhism and uh, the principles of, of um, spirituality from, from an Eastern perspective which is really, um, again, the the when I say non-linear, it's more the uh, more the the um, the spirit of of coherence, There's more that it's more heart coherent and less doctrine and dogma oriented. And I've 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 looked at you know the the whole progression into Aquarius, and this is where this is where it's obviously moving. And how you bring the whole world into that when it's kind of out of balance with the patriarchal ownership and control and power, um, you know, the power elite power trips, um, that we, the West has been asserting with, well, it's like the whole, the whole worldwide, you know, healthcare debacle with this COVID and now with the Ukraine war and, and it's like, there's the medical industrial complex and the military industrial complex and these forces in the world that are not for uh, co-creation and cooperation and, and coordination and 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 community and unity and diversity. It's the old divide and conquer. And we're moving towards that feminine aspect, you know, that divine feminine. And um, um, that's one of the reasons why I really... Appreciated what you're doing as an organization because you're, you're integrating that, that metaphorically, uh, holistically, that, that the, the, the right brain, spherical, spiritual, um, comprehensive, holistic balance, um, of left and right hemisphere, you know, within us and in the world at large. And I, uh, it's one of the reasons that I found for myself personally therapeutic you know for balancing my my um, uh, left brain lockstep linear letter of the law thing from years back i was you know i was very you know kind of left brain dominant it's very seriously before i started and i knew i needed to do a reboot and uh i've had several reboots with concussions and and brain surgeries and <laughs> serious reboots but the but the biggest reboot has been um the um uh, uh, orientation to um uh cosmic love by doing this this um cosmic love show the last 13 years and i've been able to you know interview people a lot smarter than me about all kinds of stuff and actually it's made me more sensitive you know i'm just like I knew I needed a reboot as far as more of a balance within myself. So the name and the flame of cosmic love for me has been uh, the more the nine o'clock line of the of the cosmic clock, which is more the Holy Spirit and love and action. And my background has been, you know, with the three o'clock line as an Aries, and more so the you know the understanding of of etheric cosmic love in terms of cosmic law. Universal law language and how to involve and evolve our individual and collective consciousness with, you know, basically uh, this understanding of the principles of balance and the threefold flame and the universal archetypes like the pyramid of self and civilization, the white cube, the New Jerusalem, the city four square, and how to integrate those components to the capstone as far as you know uh, the creative ascent process. And anyway, that's that's been kind of my journey. That's brought me to the same altar, you might say, where I've been altered. You know, by this yeah, understanding I think, of, I think you've
2: hit on, hit on, just the term cosmic love is really important. And of all these heart streams, there's 70 in this book, and there's 15 beautiful images in this in, in the center of the book. But of everything, love is really one of the most important concepts that we all have to come to grips with and then emanate. You know, the third chapter is called Love is the Requirement of the Hour. Um, yeah. Chapter 5, Through Daily Devotions, You May Assist Us in Our Legions. Work on my behalf as angels of mercy, healing, and illumination. Mother Mary blesses the family unit on Mother's Day. Gives ceaselessly, seeking nothing in return. Prayer... Prepare for the victory of this age. Take up the higher path of giving and surrender. These are just some of the titles of the chapters. And I I love, though, bring forth healing rays unto all in need of healing. We each can be a healer, and we each can be a blesser. Like a ministering servant, we just have to allow the flow to manifest. And, um, oh, here's one, be the lullaby of love that quiets every storm. Become my angels of healing through purification and holy preparation. Establishing the order of the brothers and sisters of the compassionate heart. That was amazing. In fact, I I had forgotten about that. This is like a holy order. Uh, It's a spiritual order. The wedding of the soul to the spirit of God. Only by returning to the light can mankind be safe in this hour. That one is exactly what we require right now. Because people are... I mean, look what's going on in Ukraine. And I don't think we know the whole story there. I think a lot more will come out about it. I think there's a lot of deception and the bio labs that are over there. And, you know, when you know when the media is on lockstep that the yeah. whole story is not being told.
1: Yeah, no question about that. And we've, we've had yeah. a lot of experience that with two years of COVID to where, you know, exactly. the misinformation, the disinformation that, you know, so... Well, you know, I, and
2: I'm, not I, saying, I'm not saying, you know, a totally perfect guide, but if there were dozens of biolabs where they were preparing basically to wipe out vast portions of the Earth's population through all the experimentation that they're doing, I mean, what what is really happening? You know, and, yeah, there's atrocities, and none of us desires to see people slaughtered but imagine if we had had, like Iran, had put all these labs, you know, right around our, our country. I mean, well, how would we deal with that
1: or if like they were if trying
2: even, you know, wipe us out? I mean, with
1: missiles, yeah.
2: Yeah, so could I just well, share one final thing from Mary? She says, because um, I know our time is getting short here, she says to maintain other personal healthy practices through emanating positive feelings, emotions, and thought, disciplining yourself with optimal diet exercise, including stretching and gentle to moderate cardio exercise, rest and relaxation, and recreation of virtually any type. Finally, develop a relationship with angels, nature spirits, elementals, and devas, ascended masters, and other divine beings, who can support you through both the high and low cycles of your life. Communicate lovingly, ask for what you require, knowing that it is available immediately, and then express gratitude and thankfulness in some way every day for the gift of life and the opportunity to simply experience beingness and joy. And what she'd also like to do, before we you know, have to go, is to bless the audience. And so I see her now raising her hands and these light rays which are crystal crystal light rays are going forth and encompassing the auric field of every listener tonight and enveloping them in this diamond light. It's beautiful, beautiful diamond light and I see it as pure white but but also I see it in multicolors too um, because through and when the light is reflected through, Crystals and diamonds—you see all the seven rays, and wow. the rays are interpenetrating the auras of all your listeners, and stripping away certain um, negative self, you know, patterns and self-talk and issues and habit patterns, and and releasing a tremendous, like a wave, that will help each person to. Make progress on their path of whatever you know they've been called to do in this life. To make just like a leap and and light a leap in light and I see each person that's listening being assigned an angel to help them with their their mission, their goals, their initiatives, their their God, their higher desires, not their lower desires, but their higher desires or, or needs requirements to fu- help to fulfill them and reach those goals and aspirations and this angel is going to be with the audience you know the people in this audience or those who hear the replay for a seven week period
1: so mm-hmm. that's
2: like 49 days to help them to master certain things to overcome certain obstacles and it's really this, this great blessing from Mother Mary's heart, and I see some people actually being healed, but the healing is more subtle, like at the soul level. I see some people having, let's say, a terrible habit that they struggled with for years, just that habit kind of, you know, going away, almost miraculously. And I see a few people who have problems with digestion, problems with, foggy foggy minds, problems with memory, these being mitigated and in some cases completely healed. And so the Holy Spirit is showing me this, and Mother Mary is there for each listener. And if they will just kind of rededicate their life to a divine walk with Spirit, and whatever that looks like for them, it doesn't matter what belief system or anything, you know, whatever their practice is, and just be more constant, more attentive, and more listening to their own conscience, this angel will really, really help them through this cycle. And um, it's going to be just a tremendous opportunity for your listening audience to just make progress. And thank you, Mother Mary. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, God.
1: Well, thank you. Thank you, David. Thank you, Mother Mary. I'd highly recommend that and um, those who are listening, if you haven't gone to the, the heartcenter.org, uh, it's one word, heartcenter, H-E-A-R-T-S-C-E-N-T-E-R.org, and there's a um, um, HeartStream message from Mother Mary, a video that you can watch that was just, I believe, posted yesterday. It's a beautiful message. <clears throat> so,
2: And... Uh, and I'm going to and offer again, thank- something special. I, I'm doing this kind of unilaterally, but if you mention this show and you call for this book, Mother Mary's Messages, we'll, we'll ship it to them free of charge. In other, I'm, I'm sorry, the shipping will be free. They have to pay for the book, but we'll cover the cost of the shipping. Now I wow. have to tell my staff about this. <laughs> okay.
1: Well, but They, they it, have to it, mention it,
2: Cosmic, uh, Cosmic Love Cosmic program, Love Show. Okay.
1: Yeah, well, this is this is the kind of book, David, that I just like to kind of uh, open it at any place and start reading. That's, I, I don't, you know, that's you know, in different different times, different moods, I'll open to different sections, and and it's like the synchronicity serendipity of where I open. That's where I like to read. <laughs> so, thanks again, David. I'm um, gonna thanks everyone for listening. Uh, hopefully, you heard something today that's sparks your heart, and awakens your part in the global revolution in higher consciousness that is accelerating with Aquarian Spring. And I want to also thank Dean Anderson for the music bookends of the show, and thanks to Don and Doug at BBS Radio for producing the show with me. So uh, keep the faith, everyone. See the good. Make it so. Happy
2: trails to you.
1: Until we
2: meet again.
1: Bye for now. Bye, David.
2: Bye. Thank you.
0: Thanks for listening to this presentation on Cosmic Love. I hope you have enjoyed receiving this as much as I have enjoyed giving it. There is a new relationship with all humanity that is maturing with the new synchronicity of instant everywhere interactive net reality. Cosmic love is the heart of this synchronicity. Tools and processes that empower the wisdom of cosmic love is the purpose of the Worldwide Love Foundation. The family of man is now making a quantum leap into a new consciousness as never before in history. Our awareness as humankind is expanding and the internet reflects that multi-dimensional expansion of consciousness into new realms of omniscience, omnipresence, and omnipotence in the power of cosmic love. This has huge implications. The more information we have, the greater the need to get it all in order. The more knowledge power we have, the greater the need for the wisdom of cosmic love. That should be common sense. And it's time to make common sense more common. If you agree that the American Revolution was huge for freedom and opportunity in the world, look what's happening to the whole world now. A new connection with cosmic love is positioning the golden rule, law, language for a golden age in our spirit, our minds, our hearts, and the soul of humanity we're on the threshold of a global revolution that is awakening the angels of our better nature. Let's be honest and reason together. Cosmic love has always been the golden rule law language for every golden age in cosmic history. Some things don't change, only the ability of the human mind to grasp the full implications of the world in which we now live. That has changed with the internet and like an adolescent who is not an adult yet, but not a child either the internet is now installed operational and ready to take our personal and planetary consciousness to the next level that would be cosmic love and the foundation principles for this is the love model a universal law language interface for net reality that represents the five-dimensional intelligence that can fulfill a global revolution in higher consciousness check it out for yourself see how it works Consider the role you can play and how you can benefit. The sooner you get the vision of this cosmic love thing, the sooner you can profit from a wholly new economy that will transform all our social networks with extraordinary abundance of everything held sacred by free people worldwide. There is a new intelligence that is defining and refining humanity's evolutionary ascent. The higher the intelligence of universal cosmic love, the greater the results. The gateway to higher consciousness is, in fact, the language of consciousness, the five-dimensional intelligence that Cosmic Love frames in form and frequency, as in frequently. Once you get it, how the Holy Spirit of Love and Action can heal our individual and collective conscience, it will become self-evident how Cosmic Love can nurture and culture the net reality that brings a Holy Spirit to the collective consciousness of humanity. Love heals all, always has, always will. The more cosmic and universal the vision of love, the greater the results. Welcome to the opportunity. It's time to link the light workers who are love makers. The internet now provides this opportunity for extraordinary synchronicity as will empower wisdom with cosmic love. Someone had to do it, now you can't network for the net worth of this new net reality. You have the vision now before you. What you do with it can change your world and the world at large. We are all co-creators in the cosmic scheme of cosmic love. The great spirit of great love is the great opportunity that genuine freedom gives all of us. Heaven knows that there is nothing more valuable than the vision of cosmic love that has found its time. Experience the Worldwide Love Foundation in your consciousness, being, and world. Care enough to share this vision of great opportunity. Step into the circle of global connection as you center and connect with the five-dimensional intelligence of cosmic love that provides the cultural DNA for a golden age on Earth. Miracles happen when cosmic love is conceived, believed, and achieved. You are that miracle when you become the Cosmic Love you want to see in the world. Own this vision as your own. Embrace the intrinsic virtue of Cosmic Love. Make the vow to do what you can because you can. Claim the victory for all mankind aspiring to live as kind men. Here's the winning from the beginning of a global revolution that will finish worldwide with the great experiment and representative government gave humanity with the American Revolution. Heaven on Earth is virtually in your hands. Do you want the keys to the kingdom? Are you ready to assemble the components to the capstone of cosmic love vision? Discover the five-dimensional intelligence that will empower your own virtually untapped gifts and talents. Consider how you can make a difference, if not the difference. It's your life, your world. Take command. Give cosmic love the chance that you want for all mankind. Now you can. See for yourself. Do it for cosmic love, and heaven knows cosmic love will bless your life far beyond this one. Sooner or later, what goes around comes around. You can call that good karma or the justice of cosmic law or just the blessings of cosmic love. It's the same thing. The abundant life is born in abundant love. The more cosmic that love, the more abundant is your life. Personally, I can't think of anything better to do. and I hope you feel the same way. So keep in touch with cosmic love. It only gets better as you pay attention. This is how cosmic love works. Pay attention because attention pays in ways that make cosmic love the new currency for global peace and prosperity. Your attention is your consciousness. The next economy for planetary civilization will pay attention to the value of virtue, the virtue of cosmic love. The family of man and our global village must be connected to this one virtue. We must pay attention to the first principles of higher consciousness if we are to transcend the old paradigms of scarcity consciousness that scarcity economics has created. This is the whole point of cosmic love. We won't heal our personal and planetary problems with the same consciousness that created the problems. The best hope for humanity is the charity of goodwill among mankind. This is the charity of cosmic love and action. This is the Holy Spirit of cosmic love in man that raises mankind with loving kindness. I hope you appreciate this message and share it with others. That may be just your circle of influence with family and friends, or it may be every news group or blog on the internet where lightworkers and enlightened netizens, global citizens, hang out. By the grace of cosmic love, enough good people will do enough soon enough to quickly turn the tide of global consciousness from the paradigm of scarcity to the paradigm of abundance that cosmic love cultures. May the quickening and awakening of consciousness begin with you and your own personal evolution in higher consciousness. Thanks again for listening to Cosmic Love.